transitions can be hard. One moment we think we have it all figured out, and suddenly we are faced with the unexpected. Hi, I'm your host, Sarai Montoya. I believe that everyone has a special mission in this world, and through this means, I want to be a light in your path if you are ready to get inspired. Come join me on the Sarai Montoya podcast. Together, we will learn to maintain joy while navigating through seasons in life, a joy that is long-lasting and sustainable. I will be releasing episodes every Wednesday with topics to encourage you to continue striving to be the best version of yourself, but most importantly, the person God has called you to be. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I am so excited that you gave yourself some space today. I truly believe that we all have a special mission in this world and I want to be a light in your path to get there. In today's episode, we will be discussing how to live a missional life. And before we close, I will say a special prayer to invite God to be the host of this program so that His Spirit can be felt in every word that is shared here and His presence may continually be felt as you go about your week. For those of you who don't know me, I lead a medical mission organization called Christian Brigades. And what we do is we provide sustainable health care in rural communities around the world through volunteer efforts. And in just a few days, our team of volunteers will be departing on a new adventure into the Democratic Republic of Congo. Congo is new territory for us. It's one of the poorest countries in the world, but one of the richest in natural resources. So I am so excited and looking forward to see how God will use each of our team members in this upcoming mission. If you are interested in following our journey in the Congo, you can follow me on Instagram and you can also follow Christian Brigades to see our team's journey. Today's topic of missional life is one that is very dear to me. I have been doing missions for the past 12 years taking over 800 volunteers around the world. But one of the greatest reasons why I'm passionate for the mission field is because I am married to a wonderful man who was a missionary for four years with his family in the country of Honduras. Just hearing all their stories prior to my experience with Christian Brigades really tugged my heart and I wanted to experience it for myself. Although I have not lived abroad for about more than three years at a time, I still consider myself a missionary at heart because I grew up in a family that was always on a mission. My family had great love and passion to serve God's people. And as a young little girl, my parents were always on a mission. They would visit the sick, pray for them, and deliver care packages during their visits. They would go the extra mile to help someone in need and brighten their day during their visits. My father, he has a very joyful spirit. For those of you who know him, he loves to sing, make people laugh. He, he sings and carries his guitar and, and he shares the word of God to strangers wherever he goes. 
This is the schooling I had growing up as a pastor's daughter. My first mission field was in the heart of San Diego, California, in low-income Latino communities. My mother, on the other hand, she is more reserved. But she's a woman of faith that fears the Lord. She has great respect for God's word and His promises. Her life example and her love for God really helped me build my faith and foundation as a young girl. So combining both my upbringing and my husband's upbringing, I would say that we both have similar upbringing, missional lifestyles. And now that we have children, we are doing the same with them. Our kids are a part of our ministry. We take them abroad during our medical mission trips and they get to see mommy and daddy in action. We give them mini assignments so that they can start learning what it is to serve at a young age. It wasn't until I started traveling as a medical missionary after establishing Christian Brigades in 2009 where I first began to see God's hand and healing miracles being performed at a much different level than those I had seen before. I did question myself why we don't see miracles as often in the U.S. And I came to realize that God's miracles are different everywhere and they are not always shared. That made me realize how important it is to always speak of God's mercy and love, to testify what He has done in our lives and the lives of others. And so each day we live is a miracle, and for that, we ought to be thankful. Before going abroad on my very first medical mission trip, I was very excited, but a bit scared because I didn't know what to expect. I had led small, free clinics throughout my university, seeing about 30 patients at a time with a small team of about 10 volunteers. I had experienced in my field of work, but it's one thing to work in your comfort zone than to work outside of your comfort zone, especially in a different country with limited resources. When you have over 500 patients in front of you needing help and 60 volunteers uh, working hard to coordinate everything. I did feel unprepared, but although I was leading the team and did not know what to expect, I was still confident because I knew that God was with us and He was leading the way. This is when I first realized that you won't always feel 100% ready when God is calling you to new territories. And the reason why I say this is because if you are trying to serve God at a greater capacity, keep in mind that even though it is your time to go, you might still feel like you're not ready and that can stop you. But while you're wondering whether or not you're ready, know that God is waiting for you to walk into what He has called you to do. He is the one that will do the work through you. When God calls you, you can't wait for things to be perfect or already set up and established for you. You may have to put some effort into building what He has placed in your heart or learn along the way. But in order to take the first step, you will need to put fear aside and let your heart be prepared to be sent. If you are thinking of being more intentional to live a missional life, 
Every day when you wake up, pray for your hands and your feet, for your hands and your mind, for your eyes and your voice, so that God can prepare them as you go about your day. You have to be intentional with your prayers so that He can connect you with people that will help you get closer to the mission that He has called you to do. This advice was given to me by one of my mentors, Bishop Joe Prado, several years ago. And I adopted that method of prayer in my daily devotions with God. There's just something so special about accepting God's love and blessings over yourself as you connect with God each day. It brings peace of mind and it calms your spirit as you trust who is leading your day. Living a missional life allows you to develop that passion to serve God no matter what challenges or limitations come your way. When we see our lives through the eyes of God, we live differently, we give differently, and we love differently. Go might look differently for you than what it looks for me. For you, it may involve speaking about Jesus with a neighbor, a coworker, a stranger, or a child. Whatever it may be, each of us are called to be a part of God's work, whether it's locally or beyond our own borders. For others, it may involve boarding a plane, contributing financially, or simply praying for the work God is doing in a certain country or through a missionary. There's a quote that I really love that it says, Missions are accomplished by the hands of those who give, by the knees of those who pray, and by the feet of those who go. So whether you're giving, praying, or going, you are part of God's mission. God wants to include us in His amazing work to change lives and save people. He is calling us to arise and go the distance to reach our neighbor, our nation, and the ends of the earth with His great love. Matthew 9, 37-38 tells us, Then He said to His disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest, to send out laborers into his harvest. When Jesus tells his disciples that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few, he is sharing the need. He's telling us that there is plenty of work to be done by everyone, but not everyone wants to step up to do it. Perhaps we are too comfortable living in the same town we grew up in, we don't want to leave our comfort zone. Perhaps you've told yourself that there's nothing in store for you anymore. But have you ever thought that perhaps where you are currently from is not where God wants you? In order to see something different in our lives, we need to do something different. When you are in the will of God, he will open doors for you to live out your purpose for which He has created you to be. Isaiah 6, 8 says, Also, I heard a voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send 
and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. God is a God of structure and order. He will not send you until you are ready, until you tell Him to send you. You may not know how ready you are, but He does. Your preparation is critical for your promotion. Sometimes God will take you through situations in life so that you can prepare, so that you can learn to trust Him and depend on Him with all you've got. He will take you through sickness, through struggles, things that will test your patience and your character. You may face doubt, discouragement, or failure just so that you can realize that the only one who can liberate you and bring hope to your heart is God. Once you realize that you can't succeed without His help, then He will take you to higher places and open doors for you that you never imagined. He will answer your prayers in ways you didn't even expect them. These scriptures inspire us and convict us to share the love of God with those who need it most. Many times we wait until we are fully done with school or get married to start living missionally. Do not wait until you receive that degree to start serving. Do not wait until you have that perfect Pinterest home until you start a friendship group. Do not wait until you get a raise before you contribute towards God's mission. Everything we have is from God and by God. We need to enjoy this journey of life with God's everlasting joy. Perhaps you may be inspired to do an act of kindness in order to make someone else's life better as part of your missional life. But then life gets in the way. You get a new job that takes up most of your time. You get into a relationship that takes away time from serving God. Or maybe it's fear, lack of support, or not knowing what to say. So we remain silent, waiting for the perfect opportunity to come our way. Years pass by and nothing happens. But as believers, we are called to live on mission for Christ every single day. You can't keep waiting for opportunities to come your way. You need to get up. You need to start creating your own opportunities. And God will do the rest. To be called into missions is to be called to sacrifice for the good of others and the glory of God. It has to cost us something. Living a missional life is not an easy way to live. It takes tears. It takes loneliness. It takes extra effort to serve God with the mission in mind. You have to stay focused on your journey with Him and be ready to work hard because the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. In order to let God use you, you need to intentionally make time in your schedule, whether it's in your day, in your week, in your month, or in the year, to give back to others. This will require you to create new spiritual habits that eventually they become a lifestyle. 
God is on a mission looking for people to serve. And anyone who chooses to be a follower of Jesus is signing up to be a missionary with Him. If God has forgiven you and entered in your life, two of your primary jobs here on earth are to love God and your neighbors, and secondly, to tell people about Jesus. I know it could be difficult to be intentional, but that is the only way to accomplish what God places in your heart. So I want to share a few points with you that I believe will help you develop that missional mindset. The first point is surrender. Are you willing to go, do, say, and give whatever God asks of you, no matter the cost? Surrender is something sacrificial we can do for God, and He will honor your sacrifice. When you surrender, you must have a teachable heart. You need to be flexible and available for whatever it is that He wants you to do. The second point is vision. Understanding the role you need to play and how it fits in God's greater plan. Having a vision in place will help influence even the minor decisions you take each day. It will help you keep focused in your ministry and in your calling. When troubles come your way, you know who you are and where you're going. But ultimately, you know who is leading the way. Although God can use you when you least expect it, He also wants you to look before you take off. Identify to see what practical steps are needed to make progress towards the vision He has given you. Therefore, creating a written plan will be very helpful for you to visualize what's ahead for you. The third is community. Stay in close fellowship with other surrendered followers of Christ who share the same vision. Stay connected to people who encourage you that pray, plan, and achieve things together. As a community of believers, you can equip each other with resources, training, and materials that will keep you moving forward on that vision He has given you. This week, I want to challenge you to find ways to be more intentional with your mission in life. Try to identify where your heart tugs at and create a plan for how you are going to accomplish that mission God has placed in your heart. Remember to start small and place it in God's hands so that He can use you. It might be with your neighbor, in your own home, or around the world. Before we finish, I want to end with a prayer for you. If you'd like, you may repeat after me. Heavenly Father, we come before you and surrenderance unto you. Father, I choose this day to pick up my assignment for which you have created me to be and walk in your name. Lord, send me. Father, I choose to go where you tell me to go. I will do what you tell me to do. Father, I choose not to harden my heart when I hear your voice. 
today I choose to follow your lead and I place my trust in you that you will make a way for me to do your will. May all fear be broken. May any cycle of doubt be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I pray you go in peace and pursue everything that God has called you to do. And if you're able to keep our Christian Brigade's team in your prayers as we share the gospel of Jesus throughout the world. Have a blessed day. Thank you for joining me on today's episode and giving yourself this space to join in on the Sarai Montoya podcast. To view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode, visit saraimontoya.com slash podcast. And before you go, make sure to subscribe so that you may receive notifications right when new episodes are released. Lastly, I do have a quick favor to ask. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, I hope you'll let me know by leaving a review in Apple Podcast. I'd love to read your reviews. Reviews let Apple know that great listeners like yourself enjoy the show and that helps us expand our reach. So thank you so much. I pray that this podcast truly empowers you to become a better version of yourself, but most importantly, the person God has called you to be. I look forward to talking to you next time.